When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Use code DNVR when we sign up for a new account so you at least make some money when the Avs play in a way that is really, really frustrating. Uh... Avs lose 3-2 to two to the St. Louis Blues, certainly not for lack of opportunity from Colorado, but they just could not convert their chances tonight, and they cost them dearly. That and, and a couple of very stupid mistakes for sure, but I, you can't have four looks at a net without a goaltender in it and not score on any of them. Yeah. It's too many of those. Chances missed. Well, and the last one was really bad because it was an open net that he, they didn't even try to shoot into. Yep. Yeah. They pa- Erod passed it. Yeah. It was like, putty. <laughs> so, like the first few you're fine with, right? Like you, you got a guy. I would not say I'm fine with the what first the? few. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Hunts. Yeah. He's getting stick checked. That's a hard one. Is he an NHL player? He should be able to put a puck into an which, empty net. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, which okay. one of which one of those is okay that he doesn't score? Because if you pick one, then there's still the fucking other one. I'll pick the first one and say the second one was uh, something that shouldn't have happened. Definitely <laughs> was not Makar. It was a right-handed guy. So yeah, Makar is right-handed. Oh, you're right. You're right. But I, I'm pretty confident it was still Erod. But maybe it was Makar. Uh, Doesn't matter honestly, because it is impossible to tell it is. two apart. And the, and the thing the is, Jersey Tuck is oh, identical. Yeah. They're the same size. It is, even, it is amazing and, how hard it is. And the is. thing is, even if that was Makar, there was another empty net, which Erod did not shoot the puck into on yeah. a power play because he fumbled it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it really doesn't matter which guy it was. Nope. Yeah. Not on this one. <sighs> yeah. I, I guess I'll do it. Uh Avs actually played a pretty strong first period other than those failed chances that they didn't convert on, but you like the way they were playing their game. The end of the period, 0-0, a little bit frustrating because they had two power play opportunities as well, so you'd have liked them to see them score a goal, but it was a good hockey game. Second period, they break it out, they get the goal, they're able to feel a little bit better about themselves. I mean, Miko Rantanen is just an unstoppable monster right now. I don't know how else to tell you that one. Dude can't miss. Um... We'll we'll talk more later about that, I'm sure. Uh, But after the Avs get their goal later on in the second period, they kind of just collapse to the counter push to the Blues. The Blues come back strong, um, almost immediately get that goal back on the other end. 
Uh, a, a just not quality defense. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you on that one. The Avs kind of got beat up the ice multiple times. That's the 2-1. I'm way over the timer. I don't care. Uh, they take a penalty late in the third. They pay the price for that. They get a bad bounce on the second goal because that's hockey. And three goals was too many to surmount. The Avs played a damn good third period, too. G- dominated the period, got good opportunities, got the one back, and I'm sure we'll talk more about the five-on-three and everything else, so we'll just end it there. Way too good of a game for the Avs to not convert the opportunities that they had. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird one where I think it's fair to say you deserve to lose, but also that's the best-played game that they've had against a team not named Columbus in a while. Yep. Like best wire to wire played game. Yep. Um, versus a non-Columbus team in, in quite a while. Yep. So, because I think they played a really good game. They, the Blues, the Blues make two great plays for two of their goals. They get world-class, like fluky nonsense luck for the Brandon Todd goal. Um, and then the Avs just don't capitalize on chances. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. The Avs just didn't capitalize on some glorious chances. Uh, you can you can totally fight about which guy it was. But the fact that we've got four to pick from, yeah. right off the top, four of them, where it's like you had the goalie out of the net, the goalie's beat, he's... And the, those are just the ones where it's like, those should be free goals. Yeah, like... <laughs> And and you're not even gonna you're you're not even going to uh, like fret over all of them, but it's the fact that there were four. Yep. Because it's the NHL, and like sometimes you do just miss one. Yep. yep. You do just you miss one. You just boof a chance. One. Like, those things happen. <laughs> Everybody gets one. But as a team, four of them, and then as a man, Dryden Hunt tonight, two of them. Yep. One of which, like, you could complain about the fact he's getting hooked or held or whatever. Like, whatever. For me, I'm not here for that shit. Uh, but the second one, like, there's no excusing it. E- e- even if we're doing mental gymnastics to, to erase one of them, you've got three empty nets that you that you just pass up on. Yep. It's and that's it's that's not why good it's enough. like, uh, look, they're. D- Like you, you play a good game. You create three, chan- four chances with no goaltender. You get there, yeah, and then you just don't, you just don't cash them, man. Like it, it. Both two things true. You played a good hockey game. You deserve to lose it. Yep, agreed. It's, it's interesting too because this this was a hockey game where it was like, oh yeah, the Avs are winning the possession battle pretty handily, especially as the game went on. It it felt like yeah this is the the abs it's coming it's coming it's coming. Even the abs can't survive that many missed opportunities. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's really all there is to it, man. I mean, you deserve to lose a hockey game. You lost a hockey game. Yep, it's how it went down. It's how it went down for sure. Uh, it, going through it, I will give the abs a little bit of credit. They did roll their lines pretty decently, except for the last minutes of the third. Obviously, they pushed their top guys pretty heavily. But, yeah, you know, you really didn't have that many 
bad performances tonight from players outside did of Dryden Hunt. Did you see? Did you see where Andreas England's ice time finished? I saw it was at nine minutes after the second. Ten twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one shift over. That was it. It was one shift. I want to see where Makar ended up because with yeah. ten minutes he, left, he was in at twenty-two, twenty-nine oh six. Wow, so he played seven um, of those ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Maybe he didn't shoot at the end because he was tired. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to... I can't somebody. do it. Take this. <laughs> nah. uh, an interesting question in chat saying, what did you think of Ranta? Led the team in Corsi once again. Uh, I thought he looked good, especially while laying the body. He looked better in the offensive zone tonight. Uh, still looks completely lost in the defensive zone to me. The Corsi numbers are nice, but they're also a bit of a mirage when you're a fourth liner playing minimal minutes in sheltered time. Yeah. So it's hard to take those Corsi numbers super seriously. But yeah, he's doing okay with the yeah, with what we, he's being given. When those numbers are bad, we don't crush a guy yeah, for being at thirty two percent because yeah. you're like like one shift can determine that. Yeah. When they're good, it's hard to be like like we're already arguing for him to get more ice time. Right. Like nothing yeah. about it changes. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like in the offensive zone, he looks dangerous. He he's going to the net. Yeah. He's you know he's a big body. He should be doing that. He had a good hit in the defensive zone, but he does look lost when he gets back there. It's the game moves fast, and he just gets a little bit lost with coverage. But it's he's, he's and, learned. And to be honest with you, I don't even know why we're talking about Sampo Ranta yeah. in a game like right. this. Right. Like, no, like no offense. To, like that's the, not to bag on him in any way. To it's tie, just, the real conversation you're tying in here is like. Sampo did get a good chance or two in this game that he didn't finish. Yeah. In a normal game, you'd be like, wow, you'd love to see Sampo finish that. But on tonight, his chance was like 12th on the list of <laughs> ones you'd like the yeah. abs to finish. Yeah. So it just wasn't all that big of a deal. Uh, was EJ great or did he just shoot a lot? Yeah, I like he was fine. He wasn't he was jumping into the play quite a bit tonight. He I was, mean, I think he felt the urgency in the third period, yeah. but... Almost nothing dangerous came you, from that, and him shooting from twenty five feet away just isn't. It's not that dangerous. Well, in like yeah. an unscreened shot from it, a foot inside the blue line, over and over and over and over is, is like, I don't hate this. Like I'm not mad about it, but I'm also well, not like, wow, look at EJ go. You, you watched know? Like, him it was miss like, a couple of keeps at the blue line at times too, because yeah. he's just half a step off. It was just, it, and it, again, like, know. I do think he played a solid game. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. not. Nothing like that, yeah. But so. no one played solid enough for the Avs to win the hockey game. Well, and and this is just capitalization, man. You know, it's mm -hmm. you get out, you you have a, a. I think the first period is pretty indicative of the whole game. Like the Avs played well. Yeah, they had chances. They just don't cash in on anything. Yeah. They don't. They don't bury anything. You know, Dryden Hunt's first scoring chance uh, on the forehand, and yeah, a guy stick checking him. But give me a break, dude. Yeah, I, you, I don't know. If he was getting stick checked that badly, would he have? Would he have still been able? No, to you would have, like him to make it, right? He puts like, it through the crease tries, to the other side. It's because he tries to pull around so and well, go I, wide a little bit even, more, and that's where that, the like, mistake was. I cut would his angle off. Bet my mortgage. If you go talk to Dryden Hunt, he'd be like, "Yeah, I got to finish those." Yeah, he knows it. Everybody well, knows if, it. Even if the guy, even if the defensive player had made like a truly like outstanding yeah. play, he'd be like, "I've got to finish. I've got to find a way." But. He had it. It's literally on his stick. Yep. The goalie is literally vacant. The dude could have poked he's, he's, it one-handed he into the net. The, net. the yep. goalie is gone. You, gotta, you just have to score there, man. Like, you just have to score there. <laughs> yep. 
I, I really don't know how that uh, I'm not here for. Ah, well, this happened and that happened. Like you're in the NHL, man. Yep. You're a foot from the <laughs> from the goal line. Uh, the goalie the, is I'd gone. say you're a foot from the crease. It was a little from where than he that. shoots it. Yeah, he's outside the crease. Like, well, he pulled it's it not, outside. It's not puck, far, but you are right though. The puck lands a foot away from there, and that's when and he it's, drags well, it around. Well, when it's on his forehand, he like, should have just shot know, it. Well, yeah, you know I know. That, you but. know that guys in the NHL, there's a lot of forwards in the NHL that have no backhand. Yep. And we saw that tonight. Like, Dryden, <laughs> well, because the other chance that Dryden Hunt gets is on his backhand. He tries, <laughs> flubs it, and puts it back into Bennington's. Like, Bennington is giving him all the benefit there of the doubt yep. because he comes all the way back across and it almost goes in because it <laughs> almost overslides it. Where you're like, it was almost so bad it worked. <laughs> yeah. That's just a tough one. Like, Dryden Hunt probably not going to get much sleep tonight. He's nope. just going to be there. Yeah. They lose the game and he's sitting there going, oh my God. And the, t- the top line. Look, as much as I want to be like Kale McCarr, like that one timer that hits Bennington in the nuts at the end, <laughs> yeah, like that has to go in. Like that's a wide open net. Yep. He shoots it the into his body. Half of the net yeah. is just a goal. He shoots it's it back into his body, yeah. and and like that sucks too. But uh, th- it's really just all of these, all of them. They're all yep. just missed chances. Yeah, the McKinnon chance that. Just catches Bennington in the shoulder, and that's one where I'm I'm happy given that like Bennington gets gets a piece of that. It's yeah. on the it's on the shooter to beat the goalie, and he didn't do yeah. it. Bennington Agreed. played well. Well, he played a really good game. Yeah, tonight. I hate I, it. It just... fills my mouth with acid, <laughs> battery acid, to admit that Jordan Bennington deserved to win tonight, but he did. I mean, he did have a lot of those. What we talked about the empty nets are just yeah. like that's on the abs, but the ones where he was in front, squared up, yeah, that's he made those stops. Yeah, yeah. yep. No doubt about it. He played well. He he finished like he also could have had six goals dropped on his head playing well. And and it wouldn't be the first time that we've seen a goaltender play well and the abs just body them. But they just the abs just didn't convert. That's that's really all it came down to. We'll get back to the negative stuff. I do want to move into some of the positive stuff. Uh, Look, the abs. Got a lead in this hockey game. Once again, they scored the first goal of this game. It it had the second period had really like ground into this like nobody like really this, knew what this game there was going to be. It, it at wasn't that point. super fast yeah. paced. It wasn't like a lot a large trading of chances. It was really just like neither team had sustained push. Yeah, uh, and they would get like an opportunity and they would have the puck. But not a lot would come of it, and then the other team would kind of. You, you, and it, it just wasn't. After both of Dryden Hunt's adventures, yeah, the Avs kind of fell into this feeling of, oh, okay, you're just waiting for the top line to get back out there. It yeah. felt like a lot of passivity from the Avs' depth tonight, and and you know part of that is they're playing St. Louis, who's got better depth when the Avs yeah. are this beat up. It, yeah, but the uh, the Avs depth just wasn't accomplishing very much. Yeah, and like I don't even think that from a process standpoint, I don't think that Colorado's depth had a bad night. No, I don't think they did either. They but just weren't. <laughs> when your top line does give you two goals, yep, and you lose in a three-two game, yep, and it's like yeah, you have five power plays. Like we're talking about the Fed, Dryden Hunt misses two open nets, and Evan Rodriguez with another one. Yep, that's your bottom nine. Production yep. is right there. Like that's where it Score had to come from. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. Like 
one chance there. Yep. One of those goes in, and we're not talking about this like this. <laughs> yep. You know, and and it it just like I've said a bunch of times, like so many of these games come down to oh, well, how do your best players do, and this and that, but. Your best players gave you both of your goals and created a just a like a bushel of scoring chances throughout the game. They don't finish them, but they get two they get two goals for you though. Yep. And so it's really hard to be like, what more? How much more can they? What do? Yeah. more are you asking from them? They gave they they they. they each of these guys have given you three and four point games in the last, and that's how you For got the your last winning streak. Five straight. Yeah. Your winning streak was built predominantly on your top line, giving you superhuman performances. And tonight they were just great instead of elite. And that's not enough. Like if yeah. I'm if I'm Nathan McKinnon, I'm smashing everybody's sticks in the locker there's room. There's a reason there's 18 dudes skating around. Like, I'm so frustrated looking around. Like just get me one. Yeah. Just one. Yep. And then we'll get into overtime and I can lose it first. But just one. <laughs> just one. Like, because each each of those each team makes great plays for both of the goals. And then the difference is a nonsense. A stick. It's, it's, yeah. It's a total nonsense goal that you just have to overcome that. Yep. Can't even be mad at, at Georgiev for that because of the way that, that puck. Off the, uh, off I'm the a little. I think he could have played it better. The stick I think he could have. It goes off the stick and lands on the back of his skate I get and trickles it. in. I get it. What it's, the fuck are you talking is, about? His blade is on. The I know. Post. I know. The puck bounces like, over it, lands on then, the back of his skate, and just dribbles the, in. It's not, yeah, like, and I'm, that's after the first goal. Robert Thomas doesn't score that initially. Yeah, it goes off the it post. It goes off the and post down and hits the in, back of his foot. And everybody and just stopped. He had yeah. given up on it because he thought it was in, and yeah. the official signaled that it was in, even though it wasn't correctly. But, but it goes off like, it, my gosh. Yep. It's tough. Uh, if this guy having a stroke in chat continues, can you give that guy a timeout? Yeah, I don't know what. He's this, yeah. So it might be someone trying to English. Yeah, I'm just not sure. It's he's struggling bad, struggling bad. I, the result was not four two. If that's what you're asking, it was a three two final. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, anyway, like, it's it's a weird game to try and break down and analyze because again, I think that they played a good hockey game and. They got the they got the outcome. I mean, you get a five on three at the end of the game, and you don't cash like six on three. Yeah, well, <laughs> do we, do we want to get into this yet? Or no, save it. Uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official Ooh. beer of DNVR. You can get it at your local liquor store. Uh, games like this one, I can see how they would make you want to drink for sure. Uh, <laughs> use breckbrew.com to find it. You can also find a bunch of amazing Breck Brew merch on there also be sure to use game time if you want to get tickets to the abs or any other sporting event whether it's here in colorado or around the country game time has prices up to 60 percent off of other locations you can use that link in the description you can see on screen right there it'll take you to game time that helps us out when you use the link lets them know we're sending you over there so please do that uh and yeah you can get views of the seats you can get great prices especially if you wait until like day of and do the I don't want to say the scalper thing because why? Because scalpers have like a bad connotation for some reason that I don't really understand. Well, listen to the name, man. 
Yeah, I know. It's violent. And and like I understand it it being a bad thing when scalpers buy tickets and then pay double the price. Yeah. Like that sucks. But for most of my life for the Av scalpers were like you go down and get tickets for like half the price. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually a good deal to do it that way. Uh, anyway, go use game time. Yeah, it's sweet. More importantly than all of that, though, Thursday night. This is your uh, last chance. If you're a DNVR member, this is your last chance to get the $20 ticket yep. to Thursday night to come see Adam Foote, Milan Hayduk, John Mitchell, a bunch of ex-Avs players, even some NHLers that aren't from the Avs are coming down. They're hanging out. You can hang out with them. They're going to watch the game with us. It's going to be an awesome time. You can go find the tickets on thednvr.com. You got to get the ticket if you want to come in. I'm telling you now, the price is going to go up tomorrow. You're going to have to stop that. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> price is going up tomorrow, so get the tickets now. Uh, you got to get in on it if you're a member. You got to come say hi to these dudes. LaCroix Hockey putting the event on. There you go. Nighthawk's going to be there. So Probably in a Colton Pareko jersey, making it awkward for everybody. <laughs> Killing us. Uh, go go check it out. I don't know. Is that the jersey she wears? I don't actually know. I don't know what her blues jersey yeah, is either, I to also, be honest. I said that and immediately went into doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it's, a, it's an awesome event. LaCroix Hockey's awesome. Part of the rapidly growing hockey community beyond just the NHL level here in Colorado. So. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that brain tumor. <laughs> Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hold off on, on the five on three a little bit. We'll get there in a second. Uh, Joy. <laughs> so much fun to talk about that. The, what happened on the third goal the Abs gave up? Obviously, <laughs> you take the stupid penalty uh, at the end of the second is period. Is it a stupid penalty? Or is it a stupid penalty call? I mean, both. This is the interference, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I could see how you could get to interference on Comfort. I don't know why they took Rantanen instead of Comfort. Yeah. I could see how you could get there with Confer. I'm not saying it's a great call, but I could I, see it. I have a really, really, really hard time with that call specifically because they encourage and want like rugby style scrums right off of face offs. Yeah. Where they let tons of sh crazy shit go all game long and then you arbitrarily and and you're right, call the wrong guy. Like I have a really, really hard time with that call because you never see it unless it is like, it's got to be like world-class blatant. This is really bad. We absolutely have to call this. And I so I struggle with the call itself, but no excuse for you to come out and Devon Taves to just completely misplay Completely it. misread that. He has, he never accounts. If you watch, you go back and you watch, he never accounts for Jordan Kyra. Yep. I mean, Kyra was flying down. Yeah, but he there. in no way adjusts yeah. to it. He's not prepared for it. He opens up the door for Jordan Kyra to blow his doors off. And that's exactly what Kyra so did. So for what it's worth, what I think Taves was seeing on that play is he saw LOC who's drifting to the outside. And in his brain, 
something with Taze just went, okay, LOC's taking that guy. And obviously that doesn't make a ton of sense. He even takes but, a step towards the inside. Yeah, right. Like he's he's switching almost with LOC. Yeah. And like never accounts for him. Not one time, not one thing that Taves did accounted for Jordan Kyrou's speed. Yep. And it was like, you just can't do that. Like that's as bad a misplay, as bad a misread as you will ever see Devon Taves make. Did he see him at all though? I, I'm, I mean... Because like his even, stick is even to the it's inside. It's even worse if he just doesn't know that guy is there. Yeah. What are you doing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's not good. So um, it's either it's either really bad or it's truly atrocious. Because yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't see him, what? But if he does see him and doesn't account for him, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, there isn't anything. There's no sugarcoating that. There's no positive spin to that. There's no. They made a nice play. And Devon Taves completely fell asleep on the on that, and you just you're talking you're you're getting by here with with Andreas England and you know Jacob McDonald and and all this stuff right like you're and, and your De- best it's Devon, defensive it's, defenseman it's yeah. Devon Taves that you're looking at and you're like bruh what the hell man well, and, that, and that's the other side those are the of it, two right? best scoring chances that they get all game long their two best scoring chances both, are the yeah. breakaway and that yep. yep. And Georgiev, of course, makes some other quality chances look not so quality by just stopping the puck. Yep. But those were easily their two best chances, and that was it. And they, they, they cash on both. And it's like, look, this is a team that has had a really hard time scoring goals. And when you kick open the door like that, I have not gone back and watched the replay to really break down all aspects of it. Mac needs to pick that guy up faster. Please, for the love of all that is holy... Stop tweeting at me that he's a two-way player. He's not. <laughs> he still is not to that level yet. He's still not as good defensively as you would like him to be. He may never be, and that's... I'm, I'm not I, even I, saying... I don't think he will ever I'm be. I'm not even yeah. saying, oh, what a travesty or anything. I'm just saying I've, it's, it's, it is a thing that has been sent to me a lot this week. I don't know why, but I keep seeing it. It's not true. It, it, and that was a great example of it. Yeah. He got... I don't know. All of it was bad. All of it was bad on, on two major opportunities. And this, the world you live in, if you're not going to convert the chances that you have on the other end, you can't give those up. That's how you lose hockey games. You have to limit every opportunity for the other team. For every chance you miss, you can't give up a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you can you can hate the idea that the abs are decimated by injuries right now, but it's true. It's just reality. You're talking about four or five guys are playing in their lineup right now that would be in the AHL otherwise. If you don't think that that's meaningful, I don't know what to tell you, but it is because on any given night, you're talking about second line (laughs) players. You want to produce just a shade over a a half point per game pace across the year. That means they only give you a point every other game. Your top players, they're elite. They're giving you between one to two points per game. Yep. Okay? And so that's how you're getting... They got two tonight out of their top line. Yep. All they needed was that half point, that one goal. If the entire rest of the lineup could add up to one. From from lines two through four, pairings two and three. Mm -hmm. That's it. That was all they needed. They needed one goal. From hold on, I'm doing the math here. That's nine forwards, four and four, de- and four defensemen. You're talking about players. thirteen other guys, and when five of those guys may not otherwise be in the NHL, yep. 
You can't tell me that that's not meaningful. And look, like it, it does matter. It just does. Yep. If it was all Darren Helm and Andrew Cogliano and Logan O'Connor, if it was lower lineup guys, it I, would be different. Even well, that, I don't know. Like it would be different because you're not asking those guys. We're not asking JT Confer and Andrew Cogliano I'm, to score that often. I'm gonna make an unfair comparison here, and I know that. I just want to make this clear. Okay. But you put Darren Helm in Dryden Hunt's boots on that first attempt. Maybe it goes in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it goes in. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying though, is that you're talking two top six guys. Those are guys that you are asking to score. Not every night, but every other night for certain, you want to see a Nachushkin or a Landeskog on your on the score sheet. A bad team is built with high end talent at the top and then nothing else yeah. below it, right? Like yeah. We've seen that before. You've seen teams like this. The teams that go far in the playoffs are teams that are deep. Teams that get scoring not just from their top line, but from the second, third line, fourth mm -hmm. lines out there. They get a point every ten games. <laughs> you're happy, right? Well, and but, like you got you got a two goal game out of Logan O'Connor recently. Yep. You know, and Logan O'Connor gave you like three or four goals in a week span, where you're like, look, if that line could consistently do that. Those guys would not all be fourth line players making a million dollars right now. Yep. They just wouldn't be. Yep. And instead, like that's who those guys are. The fact that they're playing the third the third line tells you how bad it is. And no, it doesn't excuse the six on three. Those are different conversations, though. Yeah. Those your best players a hundred percent let you down at the end. Yep. And we're, they have to cash that. We're about to get We to just that. haven't Don't gotten worry. there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and injuries happen to every team. <laughs> to, to everybody. No excuses. Again, it's November right now. Like, it's a good time to be injured. You, of course, would say you'd prefer this in November than March. It doesn't yeah. actually work that way. No. You can't pick when it happens. Yeah. Well, you never know. It could just be injuries all through the year. Right. Yep. I mean, look at Vegas last year where it started and it just never stopped. Yep. Yep. It, some, it happens every year to a couple of where teams. A team where team just never gets they, it back together. They yep. never get to get on track because the injuries are just part of that process. Yeah. You can only be so deep. There's a salary cap. There are guys in the AHL. Like, if you had such good AHL players, they would get claimed well, on there's waivers. only so much high in town around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right like, now, there's a lot of it hurt on the abs. Well, and like right now, <laughs> your serious ace in the hole is that you're like, Alex Galchenyuk is healthy. Yep. He is playing. He's going to be playing for the Eagles. If he gives them a good week. Coming up. <laughs> you're swapping Alex Galchenyuk out for one of these other guys. You're giving him an NHL yeah. deal. Swapping him out and saying, let's ride, baby. Let's see how this goes. I mean, they're this close to just swapping him out for Martin Cout. Thankfully, Cout ended yeah. up being okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It didn't look good. It looked like yeah, his knee it, got it, blown it out. It looked like that's one of those injuries that, like, when you see it live, you're like, did his ACL just explode? <laughs> like, Well, he gets slashed right on the yeah. back of the leg where there's no padding, there's no anything. You can see how much pain that he's in. I don't know how that's not a penalty. But it, it was. But. I'm really, I'm really not gonna ride the refs anymore. Yeah, it, I, it, I didn't think it was a very well officiated it, game. It but wasn't, but that's par for the they course. Give you, they give you, they give you a five on three is, in yeah. the final two minutes. Well, it's that, real yeah. hard to complain. Yeah, about like, right. Like, <laughs> even if, even if one of those is an automatic call, and, yeah. and the, the delay of game isn't one they can hide from. And that's where this one really stings. I think without the end of this game, you go, "Wow, the Avs missed a lot of chances. That sucks." But this was a good game. Yeah. You get 
an absolute gift of a penalty. <laughs> the silliness. <laughs> where the blue, who was it, Falk? Yeah. That yeah just Falk. totally panicked because well, and it's Josh totally Manson is coming, coming down on him. We were even laughing on the watch along. We were like, here goes Josh Manson. And then Justin Falk's like, no, not Josh Manson. <laughs> what the hell? So you get that gift of a penalty, and then a bounce goes against the Blues, yeah. where a, a batted puck just goes straight out yeah, on I, them. I hate and, and it's a it terrible was, call. It's, it's a, a great, terrible rule. Great example terrible of why rule. that should not be delay yeah. of game, or why that should not be a penalty, because that is in no way intentional. Yep. He is accidentally just he is reacting, and he flips it up and out, and it gives them a five on throw, like opens up the door for them to lose You're that not game. Saying get rid of the like once you clear the boards. It's not a delay of game, even if you're like on the ice and intentionally do it. Yeah, he's saying, saying that it should be like icing. Yeah, I've always said treat no it like way. icing. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I'm, always, I'm I have no always, way. I have always said this. I mean, people will just take it to the extreme. It'll you, just this be is, like do it, <laughs> just over and over again. We, people, we've been over this argument yeah. before. It's just not true. We're, we're <laughs> starting again. It's no, true. Well, no, it's not true because yeah. we went back when we went back and watched the '90s, the the '96 Cup run yep. during the pandemic. I counted that shit. I kept it in mind the entire time, yep. number of times it intentionally <laughs> happened in the last, between between the start of the Western Conference Final and the end of the Stanley Cup Final, and it happened less than 10 times, intentionally. That was, that was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> when, that, <laughs> when, that, when that shit happened all the time. They weren't skilled enough to put it over there. I'm just so... <laughs> <kidding. laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it, should be, it should be treated as icing, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever. I know yeah. that... There's always somebody who's like, oh, it's a safety issue with the fans. But, and but well, it's not a safety issue. I'm just more of like, it's it's a turns it into a sluggish game if it happens. People wow, so icing never does that. In in practice, that was it, though. That was the bounce that the Avs were going to get in yeah. this game, right? Yep. And they needed to convert, and they didn't. I did skip over very quickly. Very nice shot from Arturi Lekkanen. Finally put one properly quality into the net. Yep. Really, really low-key, great drive to the front of the net to yeah. flash in front of Bennington's eyes like that. Yep. Don't know how much it impacted it, but it didn't make his job any easier. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and as we saw with Eric Johnson, he was clearly seeing the puck from the outside over and over and over. Uh, and Makar flashing in front of him, perfectly timed screen, moving screen like yep. that. Might have done just enough to, to quell that reaction. Just caught time. his eye. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so that's... It was a laser he, too. He, yeah, it's a great shot, shot, and McCarr already does get an assist on it. But it is a really nice play by yeah. him going to that front, end. unless it's Rodriguez because I can't tell the difference. It, that one was McCarr. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure it was. It. Yeah. Pretty sure it was McCarr, but <laughs> I don't know. Those two. The 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 problem that I have had this year. It used to be I, the problem that I had between uh, Rantanen and Burakovsky, oh. where I would get the nine you see five the and nine, nine six, yeah. and I was like. Oh my, and it was obviously worse when they had Kadri because their whole fucking team had 90s numbers. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I, God damn it. I was it telling was, you oh, in the so watch bad, along man. that one shift where Erod's dipsly doodling in his own zone. And I'm like, you can't do that. this. How yeah. will I ever tell you apart from <laughs> well, Kale McCall? The one where he draws the tripping yeah, where you're yeah. like, he looked just like Kit. What do you want from me? <laughs> like, I, I don't even feel bad about this anymore. <laughs> Look at this shit. It's ridiculous trying to tell them apart.
You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.